Before we get started today, I just wanted to take a minute to invite you to our next group consult. If you are a trauma treatment professional and want to gather with other like-minded professionals to gain support, insight, and share your own knowledge and resources, join us. You can present or you can just listen. This opportunity is open to all trauma treatment professionals. It will be held virtually and we will meet for one and a half hours. Don't miss it. Register and learn more at traumatreatmentcollective.com. Welcome to the Trauma Treatment Collective podcast. My name is Nina Keeler, a licensed marriage and family therapist and trauma specialist. In this space, we will share tips and tools on how to grow your trauma treatment skills while also keeping your own mental health in mind. Welcome to our first time listeners and welcome back to our followers. Today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, attachment theory, and how you can intertwine it into your trauma treatment. First, let's start off with talking a little bit about attachment theory. In a very simple way, you can think of attachment as the way you learn to do relationship, usually from the ages of zero to three with your primary caregiver. It is an adaptation in how you relate to others in order to survive. It is something that is usually passed down from one generation to the next. So for example, how your caregiver's caregiver did relationship with them is how they tend to do relationship with you. But it can change over time as each person experiences life. John Balby was the first attachment theorist. He was interested in learning about the distress that children experience when separated from their caregivers. Then in the 1970s, Mary Ainsworth expanded on Balby's work Based on Ainsworth research, she named three different attachment styles. One was secure, the second one was ambivalent insecure, and the third one was avoidant insecure. In the 1980s, Maine and Solomon addressed disorganized attachment and added that to the list as well. So to review, there are four attachment styles. There's insecure, ambivalent insecure, avoidant insecure, and disorganized. I'm going to share a little bit about each style as if you were my client. So let's start out with secure. Secure is basically the relationship between the caregiver and the child where it's very safe and it's very protective. Uh, It's a safe holding environment for the child's emotion. There's a lot of presence from the caregiver. There's a lot of attunement from the caregiver and there's positive, consistent connection. And so that produces a secure attachment. Anxious ambivalent is where the caregiver is more inconsistent. They may be happy one time, they may be sad one time, they may be angry. It just keeps kind of switching on the child. And the child becomes obsessed with the caregiver, almost kind of hyper-focused on the caregiver because they're waiting for that love to kind of swing around. So they're saying, okay, that person is sad, that person is angry, okay, here comes love. And so they're very obsessed and very focused on the caregiver. What ends up happening for the child is, is they lose connection with self. So they don't know what they like. They don't know what they want to do. They don't want know what they need, but they know all about the caregiver because they've been hyper-focused on the caregiver. There's a lot of bids and pleas for affection. And usually the child feels a sense of urgency if they have this attachment style, kind of like this sense of just always kind of not settled, kind of urgency, like they need to be doing something, they need to be working, they need to be dancing, they need to be twirling, they need to be doing something to get the caregiver's attention and love. For avoidant, you're going to have a caregiver who is either minimizing and denying the child's emotions or they are going to be distracted 
by maybe work, maybe uh, a functional drug addiction, it may be uh, they're pursuing another degree. Something has their attention. Something is distracting them. It may be an intimate partner. Uh, something's distracting them away from the child. And so what the child learns to do is, is not to reach out for support. And they start to what we call auto-regulate. So they start to take care of themselves as best as they can. A lot of maladaptive coping skills are developed because they're young and they're trying to figure it out. So they just do whatever they can to soothe self. So they stop reaching out. They stop looking for support outside of themselves. They stop asking for support outside of themselves. Um, they really start to start taking care of themselves. And so that creates more of an avoidant attachment style. And then for disorganized, usually the caregiver has either a mental health issue or drug addiction or something that is out of control, something that is not being managed well, that is causing a lot of inconsistency, a lot of confusion, a lot of disorganized kinds of behavior from the caregiver, which then puts the child in the, between two states of um, I need this person to survive and I want to run far, far away from this person because they're dangerous. And so the child is kind of stuck between these two kind of driving forces. And so sometimes you'll see that person move towards and say, you know, I need this caregiver. I want to be with this caregiver. I love this caregiver because they are biologically wired to need and to love this person. And then you see them running away because they're, they're desperately trying to you know, survive. They're desperately trying to, to get away from this person because this person is dangerous, harmful, hurtful, um, physically, emotionally. They're violent sometimes or something like that. So there's lots of confusion within the child. Um, there's high states of distress. They are just trying to survive. They are focused on surviving. Um, and within the system between the caregiver and the child, there's a lot of confusion, no rules, those kinds of things. So that will create more of a disorganized attachment style. So now that we have a very quick overview of attachment styles, one major thing I have noticed in trauma treatment is it can be very helpful to know your client's attachment style and look for that pattern um, of that style within your re treatment relationship. Of course, we want to have securely attached relationships with all our clients, but that sometimes is not possible and it takes work to move the relationship towards secure attachment. An ambivalent, insecure attached client might be overly concerned with your needs and thoughts about how they're doing in the session. An avoidant, insecure attachment client might struggle to feel your support or connect openly to their own emotions. And a disorganized attached client might have moments of rage or anger towards you while also showing signs of not being able to survive, quote unquote, without the relationship. When you're able to identify the patterns, you can help clients notice them and invite them into moving towards a more secure attachment in the helping relationship. I have seen the healing relationship be a powerful corrective experience for many clients if they can experience a more secure attachment with their professional. While there are many interventions and modalities you can use to help heal attachment challenges, I have found using the pattern within the treatment relationship as one of the most powerful interventions to help clients address attachment challenges. Well, that's it for today. I want to invite you to give us a five-star rating on the platform that you listen to us on and share this podcast on social media or in groups so we can continue to grow our community. 
we truly depend on you telling others about us. Our hope is, is if you tell friends and colleagues about us, it truly lives out our value of community over consumption. To learn more about our online community, which is free, you can go to the link in the bio. Take good care until next time. I hope you enjoyed our episode for today. Just a quick reminder before you head out, just make sure you head over to the traumatreatmentcollective.com to learn more about our monthly group consults. We would love to have you join us.